Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin G with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 661 for comics originally coming out August the 17th and August the 18th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this upcoming week, Drew, we got all kinds of neat little stuff, including perhaps the future of comics to talk about. What's going on? Yeah, uh, Substack is not a sandwich. It is a new thing. Well, it's new to me. Um, <laughs> I first heard about Substack this week, and uh, Kyle, what are you, what's your understanding of what Substack is? So first of all, Substack is killing Batman. So Tinian is bouncing from Batman in order to go to Substack. He is telling DC, toodaloo. So from what I am understanding from the stuff I'm, rib, uh, uh, I'm reading about Substack is it's essentially a subscription service for writing. Whereas you and I have a Patreon, Drew, where we offer uh, audio and additional things for a, in relative subscription. This is a way to essentially pay your favorite creator to directly give you their writings and their creations directly to you as a you know as one of their fans essentially gotcha and i understand it because that's the way media is going you know even with you know i I like video game reviews and sites and i no longer go to the ign's of the world and the kotaku's and stuff to get my stuff i go to individual creators that i'm a fan of that i support on patreon and i go directly through them in order to get things the way I like them and that. So I understand where that's where the money and that's where the best content is that. I'm not sure that's how I'm going to like my comic books and my, my, my writings of people in the future because it appears to be strictly digital and I am a crazy person for physical books, of course. So that not being an option bothers me. Yeah, and this was a. This has been around for four years, and it's been a newsletter uh, service. So, mm-hmm. a premium newsletter service. And uh, I guess for the comic creators, it'll be a newsletter with process stuff and everything that's already in their newsletters. Plus, you'll get their new content. Their new and comics. it's a way to skip some of the publishing hurdles, and it's apparently got marketing things baked into it as well to make things easier for, uh, I would say, entry level creators more so than your your people that already have most of that stuff. I would think so, it'd be the opposite because okay, I I mean, I can see somebody following James Tinian from Batman to Substack because. He's selling a couple hundred thousand books a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, I, I can't see rando creator Johnny being able to charge. And, and have you looked at the prices on this? Is it like $7 a month or something like that? Is that the average? What I saw was 7 but I didn't know if that was the average or the, the norm yeah. or any of that fun stuff. So, I mean, how many creators are you going to support... At seven dollars a month, if that's the number, um, is it all digital and there's digital, no physical anything for digital? Comics. Yeah, zero. I'm not going to ever do this. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you know, BKV talked about Saga coming back. If BKV mm-hmm. 
goes to Substack to get to release Saga, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. I'm going to lose would, my freaking mind. But I would, that would be the one I would probably do. So, I would be upset about it, but I would probably do BKV if he doesn't. And I would it. just, I would just steal yours. Yes, and I would forward it to you. <laughs> yes, I would. I would, you know, rage against the machine, and I would just simply say, "Dear brother, share with yeah. me." Some of these initial folks: we have Scotty Young, James Tinian, uh, Jonathan Hickman, Zadarsky announced today. Uh, that he's that he's bouncing. Well, he's going to keep writing stuff for Marvel, but he's going to do Substack as well. And I did click on his to just I kind of like Sidarsky just to see. And he had various levels um, that you could support him at. And you ha there's also a none, like a zero dollar option to continue to get his newsletter because I already get his newsletter. Uh -huh. And but it's going to be dumbed down and it's going to be more promotional. Just for things he has to sell, and less of his inner workings and stuff. Um, and, mm -hmm. and and quite honestly, I don't read half the newsletters that I get. You know, yeah. And I you know skim them and see if there's anything really newsworthy in there. So otherwise, I don't pay much much attention to them. I get too many comics to read. Yeah, and it's okay. And I'm going to preface this also by saying I don't feel that these creators are being so undercut that they're unable to make money at big publishers and are forced to do this. If that was the way it was, I would of course want to support people who, you know, can't make a living, you know, doing things the DC way or the the Marvel way or the Image way. But I don't, I don't get that sense from them. I think they're just searching for something to make more money or do more, and I'm not in. Yeah. And it's not even really like easy because I'm, I'm on the Substack uh, thing now, and I, I haven't signed up, but it's just it's not easy to even find who you're looking for. And I mean, I guess like your writer could send you there directly I guess but mm -hmm. uh, search for writers okay there we go let's go to let's see what Tinian wants see if he's, is he on there yet no let's see Zadarsky is right I did see Zadar or maybe that's to come live no how about Hickman is anybody even actually on there or they just all announced <laughs> so far everybody's talking yeah. So, okay. There. Nope. Nope. There's no. There's really not anybody even on here yet. That there's three worlds for eight dollars a month. Three worlds, three moons. A universe created by Mike Del Mundo, Jonathan Hickman, and Mike Huddleston. So for eight dollars a month, um, you can subscribe to that. Okay. So. So, okay, so it's like I see a solicit for your subscription, digital subscription-based comic. Uh, and I am intrigued enough to, to subscribe to it. Like, I guess I'm intrigued enough to go to kickstart something or to... Uh, go to Comixology and get that digital comic that you're doing or pre-order it 
from my local comic shop. Mm -hmm. But that's a print version. And this is definitely not a print version. Um, I don't know, dude. Uh, it, it's weird. It was like a. It was like, and then and then Tinian was like a little bitch about it on Twitter too, because he was um, leaving Twitter. You know the people that leave leave Facebook or leave, and they yes. have to announce that, it. And this is not an this is not an airport. You do not need to announce your departure. Yeah, they they, they like to talk about how they're leaving and the reasons why and everything. And like, just go, dude. You know, just go. But Take he, your ball he had, and go home. He had to talk. He had to write a, a manifesto on why he's leaving Twitter, and why he's going to Substack. And uh, okay, you want to go? Take your ball and go home. That's great. I mean, we're, I'm glad that our support of you have enabled you and empowered you to be able to do this. But this is not. I can't see this working for a dude that's not established that hasn't that hasn't kickstarted his own book. Got noticed by the big two, got some cachet writing for uh, a, a big two or, or, or an image or something and build up a, a little bit of notoriety. I, I can't imagine just somebody off the street going to be able to make any money at this. Am I wrong? And, you know, well, even in the in the case of Tinian, you know, we call Tinian my boy Tinian because I'm a big, I'm a fan of his. And, I, you know, he's, he's hit a few things that have been near and dear to me. But honestly, there's been more misses than hits, even with him, for me. So yeah. lately, he's been like, killing it. But, but yeah. But those have been, you know, those have been things that have been easy and palatable. Like I sought out the the Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles of the worlds, and you know the the Batmans of the worlds, the things that were easily digestible. That I'm like, oh, I like him, and I already know what he's doing, so this is easier for me. I don't know. It's 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 tough. There's there's a possibility that I don't know. I don't think it will be successful. I don't either. I don't either. And I think they'll come back to writing real comics for real publishers. Mm -hmm. And yep. and are you going to be able to double dip or? Yeah, that's the difficulty here. Is also, you know, he's obviously not going to be able to do this and image because they're both creator own things so obviously you you can't really split down the middle and yeah. then yeah when does he can't do it anything on his own sub stack that's linked to the dcs of the world so i don't know right well he doesn't own any well i guess he owns house on the lake so that's his creator mm -hmm. owned for dc um i don't yeah. think he talked about leaving that so um I mean, okay. So he, that that hypothetically, I didn't even think about that. That hypothetically will still continue in a in a regular format. It, it possibly, possibly. I mean, he just started. I don't know why he'd want to abandon it already. Um, yeah. And, and you know, like, so this new wave of of doing things. I mean, did Scott Snyder know this was coming? Because he just announced like nine projects at Comicsology uh, that he's doing over with Comicsology, and uh, he. He could have kept those for his newsletter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it, well, Scott Snyder would be a good one. You know, very yeah. much so. Um, I'm I'm trying to think of any like like Grant Morrison. I think could probably has the fan base that he could he could pull this off. You mm -hmm. know, someone like a Frank Miller. You know, there there are some people with enough. 
cachet that they could they could maybe make this work and people but those are also people who invariably are slower to crank things out than your average bear yeah so there's going to be months with those creators where you're paying for almost nothing because they can barely get an issue out a month right right like who's who's subscribing to finch's newsletter (laughs) <laughs> yes, exactly. That was the other one I was thinking. Yeah, no doubt. Because <laughs> you're never going to get any content, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's crazy, and it's really just bubbled up quick this week. Uh, I'm curious to see where it goes. And um, I don't know that I want to be a part of this train right away. Um, like I said, unless it's unless it's just the right creator that I... I have to I have to be on the cutting edge and, and follow their stuff. I mean, I like the idea of of thanking people for their work and but but I but I do that in a variety of ways, you know. All right. I, so I, he, here's the best way to do this. The listeners need to go to patreon.com, search for comics for fun and profit and you know, subscribe to us through Patreon. Then, then you then can understand also, what yeah, then you can look at the creator sources that we're giving out just as a podcast and, and, and what we think is a value for your subscription. And then also, when Substack comes up, find your creator there and laterally compare the two. So yeah. subscribe yeah. to us yeah. and throw money at us. I'm, yeah. I'm dancing for dollars here. Yeah. Are and they then getting... compare that value to the Substack value. Are they giving you Cowabunga exclusive covers? Uh to no. comics, Jenny Frizen exclusive covers. No, are they giving you CGC comics? Nine point eight. No, probably not. We are. Are they giving you access to a Slack channel where Kyle occasionally comes in and posts pictures of both food and different memes? No. <laughs> I don't know that that's the best angle we could have went on the Slack. <laughs> it is fun to talk to people on Slack, and Kyle he will be more. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. I now now that I have a a bit of a layer to do things. For he had kids. to he had to retire his flip phone, so now he can participate more. <laughs> so so I guess we're probably pretty close on this, and both thumbs down. Thumbs up. Yeah, I don't want to poo poo it because of course I never want to tell anybody not to get their money and you know however that but. For me, it's not the way I read things or want to read things, so it's literally going in a tangential direction to how I want and and typically consume things. Yeah. I mean, I I don't mind reading digitally. I read most of my stuff digitally. So I guess that's not really a barrier to me, but it's just yet another an, another angle, another... I don't know. I, I like I like one-stop shopping, too, right? Yeah, yeah 100%. So, anyway, let's go on to bigger and better and, and happier things when we have a free comic book day. So, hey. as you're listening to this, happy free comic book day. I hope you're out and about at your local comic book shops and patronizing them. Um, I know we're hearing that some have pulled back and, clo- and, and canceled theirs. Um, Jason oh. from Hawaii sent us. A note saying his Dragon's Lair, um, which I have a shirt uh, from them, uh, which I love to wear. Very cool Dragon's Lair comic book shop uh, T-shirt. Um, and but they they had to cancel theirs because of the spiking COVID cases uh, in mm. Hawaii, the highest ever. 
um, is happening right now in Hawaii. So uh, probably the right, right move for them. I know um, here in Ohio, we're getting more and more mask mandates in, when we're in inside places. Um, so more and more businesses are, are going back to that. Um, we'll never have another shutdown, not with our governor. So, um, you know, that, that could be just drag your dead bodies off the street and keep going. We're not, we're not, <laughs> we're not shutting down again in Ohio. But um, I hope that everybody out there is safe. And uh, I'd probably mask up if I were you. <laughs> if I was going to uh, little mini cons at comic book shops, I might, I might take a mask with me. If uh, not for the COVID, for the fact that a lot of times comic book people are uh, smellier than the average bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you're going to be cramped in there um, and, and trying to get that, uh, that special comic. Speaking of special comics, one of, the, one of the ones we think you should get is one of the gold ones. Um, yeah. Wait in a line and get that uh, Enter the Slaughter, Enter the House of Slaughter book. Um, from our boy uh, Tinian, <laughs> we were just talking about. Um, Ironically, this is a boom. Book. And of course, of course, another gold book: Star Wars: High Republic. Yes, yes, another another great gold one uh, to get is that. Yeah, Star Wars: High Republic. That's ID. That's the IDW. Ones. That's the IDW one. So we have we have the boom one, IDW one. Grab those. Um, the other golds are uh, an Archie. We got an Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Blade Runner one shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, critical Role Witcher. Yeah, I mentioned that. I'm going to look for that Critical Role, role Witcher one. Yeah. Uh, the We Live from Aftershock. I think that'll be a good one. Um, Marvel's uh, Avengers Hulk will be a good one. There's a Lady Mechanica. Always good people are sought after there. Uh, Investigators from First Second. More of a look like an all-age book. Um, Who Sparked Montgomery Bus. Who sparked Montgomery Bus? Is that what it says? Yeah, I think so. The, the boycott. Who sparked the Montgomery Bus boycott? That's more of a learner from Penguin. Um, there you and, go. and then we have uh, Zom 100, Bucket List, and Demon Slayer. Kometsu from Viz. Uh, Viz stuff is always cool. Demon Slayer guy, so I'm going to want to grab that because yes. I've been big into Demon Slayer. Uh, when we get down to the Silvers, uh, the big one for me that I'm most excited about is the Stray Dogs. From image, yes, that's and yeah, that's, that's a must-have. Yeah, that's blowing up as well. So uh, we were talking. I think about, we have another uh, Star Wars in silver. Yes, yes. Uh, there's also um, Black Mask doing uh, Cal- an, a Cal Exit book and a Black mm-hmm. book. Uh, um, that, that that should be good. We've got uh, Mad Cave yeah, doing Dynamite doing uh, Dynamite doing uh, the Boys Hero Gasm. Yeah, um, Bountiful Garden from Mad Cave. That'll be a fun one and t- probably a tough one to get. So mm-hmm. I'd grab that one. Um, the uh, Life is Strange one shot, that's been popular and um, it it might be a tough one to get as well. So I think that would be good. We have a Marvel Silver Spider Man Venom number one. That could be a good one. Um, Red Room, the free comic book day Red Room from Ed Pisker. I think that's going to be sought after. Um, some of these you can just go into eBay and type in uh, FC uh, FCBD <laughs> 2021, and you can see some of the pre-orders that people are taking for some of them, and some mm. of the um, horrible, horrible... Some stuff is already spiking, man. Yeah, and then there's some horrible LCS owners that are selling lots of 10 and 50 of their c- comics for big money. 
their free comic book and comics and probably not even probably not even participating in free comic book day if i was to guess so um mm-hmm. don't buy don't buy their stuff but um yeah. then we also a, talk about free comic book day um free comic book day typically being a previews world thing or a uh, a previews thing Oh yeah! Since DC no longer doing those, we, I was curious initially whether DC would participate since um, they're no longer in that. But if we do go to our Lunar Distributions, we do have a handful of Free Comic Book Day books from DC as well. Yes, and and um, what any one of those jump out at you, Kyle? King Shark. I mean, yeah. just Suicide Squads bouncing around. Um, so King Shark would probably be blowing up quite a bit. And of course, there's a Batman book. Anything and of course, with Batman. A Batman. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll be. So a we great got one. Fear State coming off just in this free comic book day. So um, you can pick up a, a, a fairly current writing of from our, again James Denny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Four. Yeah. So he's he's on his way out. And he's dropping his mic. There you go. Uh, Scout Comics doing White Ash season two number zero. Uh, zero issues are always always fun and and spec worthy. Possibly, we've got Vampire the Masquerade from Vault. That could be a good one. Uh, the Vampirella from Dynamite might do well. Uh, you never know what Trailer Park Boys from Devils do. Um, quite the cult following there. Going to be some crossover. Um, Going to be probably more people wanting this than go out to a comic book shop to get. So, Trailer mm-hmm. Park Boys might be something. Um, Treze from a Blaze Comics. I think that's that's a small publisher. And that's going to be tough to get, so I, I think that might be a good one. We've got uh, Valiant Uprising. I'm, they might be previewing their new event. That could be exciting. Um, Didn't I see Resistance from AWA? Yes, yes, an AWA Resistance Uprising book. That should be good. Um, there, there's It's a really good crop of stuff this year. And uh, oh, almost always there's great stuff, but this seems like a really good good. Uh, crop of, of items and um, and we missed out on a free comic book day last year so uh, enjoy it uh, support your local comic book shops don't just go in and grab free books yeah. um, most of them do sales discounts stuff um, be safe but go in yeah. and spend some money thank your local stores <clears throat> if you you're know. in if you're in economy walk um, Wisconsin our, our friends of the show Eric and James shop Cowabunga. Um, they 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 usually give you one uh, free comic book day, but if you bring in uh, food a food item for the food pond food food pantry, you get another one. So you the more you donate, the more food you donate to the food pantry, uh, the more free comic book day books you get. So if you're in the area, great way to give back to the community and get more comics. And that doesn't mean bring your expired SpaghettiOs. We need in-date things. I don't know if we're doing that again this year. <laughs> yes, yes. You can probably get away with Twinkies. They last forever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I am now um, an older person. <laughs> and I no longer enjoy uh, running from shop to shop. I used to love this. I used to love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd go to new shops. I'd find drive at extra extra places and go from shop to shop just to just to kind of just soak it all in post pandemic i don't want to do that anymore so um i'm gonna sit on my butt and just kind of uh, let the comics come to me and uh (laughs) but i 
I applaud you if you have kids and you drag them out and get them into the the comic book scene. This this is an awesome day to do that. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it's really fun. I I've enjoyed it for years. Um, yeah, I so. unfortunately have a few th- too many things going on, and uh, uh, we have to drive an hour to hit really a, a a bevy of free comic book day participants. So yeah, uh, I will be not doing it this year, but I'm going to try to start doing it again in the future because I actually really enjoy the day. Oh yeah, yeah. I, if you if you loved your kids more, maybe you could yeah. take them. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> but but there's always next year, and it might 2022 might be a better year, and <laughs> and maybe we'll go back to May next year. So it yeah, might not even doubt. be more than nine months away. So hey, that'll be fun. Hey man, let's go see what's hot uh, over at our good friend's uh, Cover Price and see what's yeah, hot. Cover on Price, where we have the top ten books. Uh, and their sales on the secondary market. Starting with number 10, uh, The Me You Love in the Dark, number one. The Scotty Young 1 in 25. This is a new image title. Writer Scotty Young and artist Jorge Corona follow up their Middle West series with this new horror book. So we saw this 1 in 25 be a big hit, moving 41 copies and $71 for a raw. And a 1 in 25 is a pretty good... Return on investment here. Good flip. Now, Drew, here at number nine, we're going to have to sue somebody. Because if you look at the cover of this, Red Room number three, one and 15. Whoa. This is mur- Murder and Dark Web for fun and profit. Ha, 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 ha. Hey. Hey. A nifty little TMNT homage, but, sir, I'm going to have to send a cease and desist. <laughs> Um, that uh, there is only one for fun and profit, and uh, you're listening to it. So listen here, Jim. They may have sold 44 of this variant, and they may be getting hundred dollars for a raw, but they're also getting a call from my lawyer. <laughs> you're in trouble, sir. That's that right. is copywritten. Oh my. <laughs> At rank eight, we have Ghost Rider number one from 1990. This wow. 90s classic Ghost Rider cover features the first appearance of Danny Ketch, the second Ghost Rider, and also the villain Deadwatch. This book is trending due to a very loose rumor of Danny Ketch or Ghost Rider slash Midnight, Midnight Suns project being one of the rumored nine new Marvel shows that are in development. That was enough to move 30 copies and a CGC 9.8 to hit $576 based on a loose friggin' rumor that's crazy. Yeah, well, those Midnight Sun books have been booming for a while because of that, and um, I, I hope it hope it happens. In the same vein, at rank 7, we have Ghost Rider 28. Loose rumors, Danny Ketch, Midnight Suns, blah, blah, blah. Their first full appearance is in Ghost Rider 31. Issue 28 is the market preference. No clue what that means. 37 copies, CGC 9.8, $400. At Reg 6, a little-known book from 1980 called Moon Knight, number one. There's Anticipation, the first issue of this first ongoing series, 38 copies on the secondary market, and a raw... Wait, what? A wait, raw, a raw hit 504? Wait, uh, we've got to end the pod so I can go put mine <laughs> on eBay right friggin' now. That can't Holy be. Holy crap. That seems crazy. Uh, that... Uh, yeah. Okay. 
At rank five, Nice House on the Lake number one, James Tinian's new series holds on the list yet again for the fifth straight week. This book had an even higher surge this week with 52 secondary mark copies, a CGC 9.8 going for $175. At rank four and three, we have a couple Infinite Crisis book. At four, we start with number Infinite Crisis five. Um, this issue features the first appearance of Jamie Reyes as the new Blue Beetle. The Hollywood Reporter recently reported that Cobra Kai star Jolo Maribuena, thank goodness I watched the show and know how to say his name, talks to uh, Which one is DC that? Blue Beetle. Which he kid? is uh, the kid that got Miguel. Okay, he's Miguel. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this also came on the heels of the recent announcement that Angel Manuel Soto directing is will be directing the film. This new this news moved. That's tough to say. Thirty three copies, high sale of two twenty for a CGC nine point six two twenty for a nine point six, and in the same vein we have Infinite Crisis number three. Lately, the market seems to favor a character's first appearance over their first costume. This is a notable shift for today's modern characters. For example, this issue features the first appearance of Jamie Reyes, who, as noted, took on the Blue Beetle mantle in five, but just the appearance of him moved 38 copies and a CGC 9.8 going for 290 on that. At rank two, we have Superman number four, 1986. Uh, Idris Elba's role of, as Bloodsport was clearly the central character in the new Suicide Squad film. There are expectations, or maybe just hope, that we'll see him continue on in the DCU. His first appearance in this issue went from obscure to smoking hot, moving 57 copies wow. on the secondary market. A CGC 9.8 going for $375. That's amazing. And at rank one, Spider-Man Unlimited from 1993. The most recent Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer. We were able to see a little more Shriek, whose first appearance is in this issue. 66 secondary market copies, 240 for a CGC 9.8. At rank 11, we have Superboy number 9 from 1994. This is a King Shark <coughs> sighting here. And uh, this is t sold 29 copies and had a high sale of 400 bucks for a CGC 9.8. At rank 12, we have Spawn, number one, from 1992. 50 copies moved. It. Yeah. 50 more copies moved. Uh, high sale of 255 for a CGC 9.8. I think that's down from last week. I think that somebody sold mm. one for 300 last week. Um, uh, rank 13, we have the Marvel Now, point one, number one. Um, from 2012, Kyle and I have been banging the gavel for this one for a long time because this is the first mm -hmm. appearance of America Chavez. Um, and it also features her in a more updated, younger look that we recognized uh, her as compared to her first appearance in Vengeance Number 1. Um, she also appears on the cover, but it's tiny. So 36 copies, had a high sale of 35 bucks for a raw. Uh, rank 14, we have Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars Number 4 from 84. 1984. I have like 95 copies of this. <laughs> uh, this is the first issue in which character Zaji, who saved several of the Marvel heroes during the 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 Marvel heroes during Secret Wars. So it's the f is it the first issue? First, the most notable first, first in this issue is the character Zaji, who saved okay. several of the Marvel heroes during Secret first War. appearance of Zaji. That's a reach. 
Um, from 1980, Moon Knight number three, The Newsstand. Uh, this is the first appearance of Midnight Man, who's going to be in the Disney Plus series. So excited about that. Uh, 25 more copies of this move, and this has a high sale of 100 bucks for a raw. So if this, is, if this is 100 <coughs> it's possible number one is going for $500 raw. So That's, I got to sell now. You got, you, got, you got half a dozen of those, don't you? Uh, I, got, I got a few. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kyle, what is behind... What is what is behind uh, what is the next one? What is number sixteen? I can't. Number read. sixteen is Exiles, number three from twenty eighteen. It's clear that Peggy Carter's appearance in the upcoming What If series is going to be fun to watch. Powers powered by the Super Soldier Serum, her first appearance as Captain America is in this issue, with both an appearance on the standard cover and this one point one in ten variant. Despite her title being Captain Britain in the show, collectors still are pushing this book. To a new high of almost $190 for CGC 9.8, and 35 copies moved on the secondary market. Very nice. Uh, rank 17, we have uh, Venom Lethal Protector, number 5 from 1993. This issue features the first full appearance of Phage, Lasher, Riot, and Agony. So uh, this moved 23 copies and had a high sale of uh, nearly $200 for a CGC 9.8. At rank 18 and 19, we had Not All Robots, number one. And Kyle, you loved this cover. I did. The American Gothic homage. Um, mm -hmm. That one's getting twenty, almost $21 for raw copy. Sold 24 copies. And the standard A cover is getting uh, $13.80 for a raw <coughs> and sold 33 copies. So fun for that book from AWA. I believe this might have been one of your picks back then. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then... A, Finish, rounding out the top 20, we have Star Wars, The, the High Republic Adventures, number 6. Um, I've been banging the drum for it every single week. Don't yep. jump off. Star Wars is hot. There's no reason to jump off. And I believe when you were gone last week, uh, Eric was pounding the drum for this one as well. That's so, what I like to hear. Uh, this is the first appearance of Talbata, Liaz Giazi, and Afi Hollow. Uh, snatching up copies of 29 copies sold and a high sale of $25 for a row. So, good times. Now, Kyle, let's uh, slide on over and get some FOC stuff. Yeah, of course, FOC is our final order cutoff. We like to add a few things to our order, or in the case of July, where Kyle completely forgot and didn't even do a previous order because he's not very smart. So, FOC will have to be all of his findings on here. Um, this is our ability to make sure we don't miss things in the only order. Sometimes we get art late. Sometimes we see a few things. Fall in love with the book at the last moment. This just makes sure that we can add to our order and make sure we get our books. And I don't have to chase Star Wars High Republic Adventure 6 on the secondary market for 25 bucks. I just have to make sure I catch it on the FOC. So, let's start at the top, work our way down, and see if we need things like Batman 112. And uh, we talked about this Batman 112. The 1 in 25 uh, is a video game cover. So it's, it's you know, back in the day when we bought video games, they came in like the boxes almost, I think is what this looks like. This looks like an old Atari box cover. It looks like on it. So seems pretty cool. Um, I wish those were just as a independently ordable B, but we'll do it. We'll see what we can do. Uh, 
Uh, Urban Black. Legends 6 yeah. is blowing up, so uh, we should probably take a look at 7 and see if that's going to continue that. Mm-hmm. Very interesting Burnham cover for C. And then uh, your boy Black Manta, he's one of your favorite characters, isn't he? He uh, really is. He's yeah. He's a very. He's easy to write with a nice dark side to him. He's got a vent, a vengeance that I seem to enjoy, and you know shoots laser beams. So I don't uh, love these covers, but uh, the, no, the series might be good. Strikes me. Yep. So let's hope that the series is better than its parts. Yeah. Yeah. So this is we got a we got a Francis Manipole, a Sanford Green. And a Val Delandro. Um, they're, they're okay. Um, yeah. Is that Crush and Lobo finishing up? Uh, no, it's an eight-issue miniseries. So yeah, it's halfway four. there. Yeah. Uh, Conjuring gets um, a cover B that looks like a, a an old VHS, beat-up VHS copy. That's pretty... That's pretty fun looking. I like Suicide Squad 7, the Kevin Maguire cardstocks. A fun little cover. Nice House on the Lake gets a couple of covers. Um, and I'm definitely recommending Superman, Son of Kal-El, number one, the second print, because it is way better than the first print. You're crazy. You like the first print? Yeah, it was a great homage. Eh. I like eh. the second print better. Yeah. It was a good book. I enjoyed it. Of course it was a good book. <laughs> it's our boy. That's right. Our boy. He know he's our boy. Probably does not. That's right. Now I'm already down into Dark Horse, and I'm piqued by May's book by Jeff Lemire. Did you already hit uh, that Vault book or that Scout book? Night of the Cadillacs. Oh, wow. oh I did. I missed it. It looks interesting. Oh, uh, just I'm just saying, it looks kind of interesting. Night of the Cadillacs number one, and it has a foil. Uh, cover one in twenty five. That was interesting. Yeah. Go ahead. What were you saying about Dark Horse? Uh, Maze book. Yeah, Maze book number one. Our good boy Jeff Lemire writing a uh, a lonely building inspector still grieving the loss of his puzzle loving daughter receives a mysterious phone call one night from a girl claiming it's her and that she's trapped in the middle of a labyrinth. Then uh, at IDW, you get that Star Wars Adventures number nine. Probably got to check in on these all the time. Yep. Um, there's a uh, ten copy incentive Fran Francesco Francavilla cover that um, might be interesting. It's got Boba Ooh, on the cover. Bo I was going to say we got Boba on the cover, so gotta keep an eye out for that one. What's the and that's just a black and white of the cover A, right? Yeah, black and white. It's in, it's kind of like in a purple shade. I don't love that. Um, the Devon Dowdy is a, kind of a little better, but I'm not sure the perspective is right on his foot. <laughs> I don't know. I'm no artist, so I don't want to be too critical. 
TMNT, the last Ronin, the penultimate four of five. That Kevin Eastman cover is pretty cool. Not mm. a lot there, but sometimes less is more in these regards. So I think that's pretty neat. Plus, if he had to draw anything more than that, we probably wouldn't get it to the last second. Me, You Love in the Dark gets a second print um, that doesn't do anything but kind of uh, give us a sketch cover, basically, or an mm -hmm. uncolored cover. Um, and then we have kind of like the blue line version of that as the 10 copy incentive. Um, 20 copy incentive, I'm sorry. I don't love it that much. Mm. Six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton, number four. Um, you missed your chance to see my letter in the back of Six Sidekicks of Trigger Keaton, number three, where yeah. I was hilarious. And uh, the <laughs> second letter in the back. Um, so that, that's, that's in number three if you haven't read it yet. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Kyle Starks. It was Chris Schweitzer, or the, um, the artist. Is it Schweitzer? Uh, that sure. responded. He was, yeah, Chris Schweitzer, because I was basically talking about his art. Yeah, I didn't read it, so I have no idea. Yeah, and you skip letter columns anyway. <laughs> um, when are we leave, losing um, Nick Spencer off of Amazing Spider-Man? It's coming up, isn't it? I think so. A month or two? Yeah. I think it's through like 80. Oh, okay. Maybe. Uh, Conan, I don't Conan the Barbarian, 25. Let's throw an extra dollar on that thing, right? Is this... Mm -hmm. a, is this oh, this is celebrating 300 issues. Well, what are the chances... Kevin that 25 lands on a on the thir the 300th issue that doesn't seem <laughs> that seems suspicious it's almost like it was manufactured oh crap <laughs> the akuna variant is a spider-man homage crap you have to have that is eastman doing conan too yep and moko's doing conan Yeah, those are, those are pretty good, man. <laughs> yeah, but there is a clear winner in it. It's the Akuna. I know it's I don't like it. Bucks, but I don't love it's it. It's a Spider-Man homage. I don't love it. Uh, is it Kazar or Kazar, Lords of the Savage Land? I've been going Kazar. You go Kazar. Yeah, I mean, there's a hyphen there. I don't know if that means you say K or you... you can, I think you can get away with either one. Um, so the, I think they're capitalizing on the success Conan's had and bringing this one back. And, uh, oh, hope, no. Hope it works. Star Wars High Republic number seven, second printing. We still don't have our art. Oh. Huh. Yeah. We do Same have our thing with Bounty Hunters Job of the Hut second oh. print. We don't have art. What's the date? What's the release date? Do we have it? Nine eight. Get moving. Mm -hmm. Get crack a lacking. That's right. Yeah. I'd say pick up one of each of those. <laughs> just, in, just in case. Oh just man. Just in case. Even sight unseen. Get crazy. Just, the odds are more. I know, but 
Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Barbaric from Vault Comics gets a third print, with uh, coincide with the release of issue two, and then they're going to release something called Dead Box. Um, and some Mark Russell, uh, Ben Tiesma book. So we're excited about that. This was the one about the DVD machine. Remember? Oh yeah. And you were like, what's a DVD machine? Yeah. What are these DVDs you speak of? Yes. Last book you'll ever read. The first print going to, or the first issue from our boy Colin Bunn going to a second print. And then four different options for... Uh, issue two, including two black bagged variants, and we don't know if they're black bagged because they're naughty, or they're just a secret. Yeah. Um, from a blaze, we have he who fights with monsters, and um, we're given we're given a, a lot of cover treatments to that. Uh, this is Francesco Artabani with art by Werther Dell'Aldera. Looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. It's in a Blaze book. Um, Jai Lee with a dope cover B. Could be something special. Who knows? But it looks it looks good to me. For Army of Darkness fans, we have Army of Darkness 79. Rodney Barnes doing the writing. Um, Jason, Sean Alexander, and Tom Garcia on art. Um, but Ash is back, baby. And this is a, a 1970s version. So it looks pretty darn good, especially if you like like those movies, which I do. Drew, we are comics for fun and profit, and I have a suggestion for fun. Aftershock Comics, Scouts Honor Trade Paperback, issues one through five. Uh, definitely. It was a super Ooh, fun book. I liked crap. it. Crap. Um, Eric, are you ordering five copies of this and getting merit badges? I must know. <laughs> <laughs> or do I have to order five copies of this book? Crap. You know, you you probably shouldn't have to order five copies of a trade. Retailers who order a minimum of five copies of Scouts Honor will, by FOC will receive a matching quantity of embroidered explosive merit badges exclusive to this collected edition. But you remember, is, they have their own Scouts Honor trade. Remember? They were pre-ordering it. The Cowabunga uh, exclusive. So. Crap, that's right. I don't know if they got merit badges with did that. Did I miss that? I, how did I, I, I? You were I, I going, going for like a month, dude. I, I had, know. I had to get fill in. Those are the things you should text me about. No, if not you're not just on like, the show, I'm not talking to you. I know. I've, I've, I've noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they had. They, it was. A, oh yeah, it was gorgeous, and um, they. I think they pulled it from their shop because it sold so well. I mean, they. I think they blew. So I can't them. get one. Uh, they might have a couple on release day for the for the uh, racks. I think, but it, no. I think they only had five hundred, and I think they got them all sold. You'd have to reach out. You better reach out to him and 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 say, hey, maybe he can maybe he can put one back for you. I don't know. You may have missed the boat, buddy. Go to shop. Go to shop.cowavunga.com, and uh, let's see. If it's still available. Cowabunga. Is it shop.cowabunga? Yeah, there it is. I don't think it's there anymore, man. Son of a... Let me look. They just dropped... Okay, he just dropped the new... They're doing a Cowabunga exclusive for Harbinger number one. And it's shopcowabunga.com. There's no dot. Yeah. 
Uh, it's a facsimile edition the, uh, of their 1992 uh, release, number one release, which is really cool. That's sad. Harbinger is awesome looking. Isn't that awesome? So that just dropped today. They're going to pre-order that. There's the Stray Dogs. Um, maybe it was Stray Dogs that was a trade paperback. I might have lied. It was Did stray- you seriously maybe full of crap on this whole thing? Yeah, yeah, I was. It's Stray Dogs. I hate you. And I think that's the one that they sold out. They, they're not doing... Um, Scout's Honor. I'm sorry. I got confused. Scout's Anyways. Honor, Stray Dogs. I mean, it's very, very close. It's yes, very they, they both have an S in them, you yeah. rawr. I should probably go back and just like edit this all out, but I'm not going to. <laughs> 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 you, you need to hear the raw, the raw Kyle and Drew. And <sighs> yeah, yeah, so it, yeah, I'm sorry. It was Stray Dogs that's, that's blowing up, and they're doing really well. Um, I apologize for that. So you can order this <laughs> and <laughs> probably get a, a merit badge because I bet you they order five. All right. I'll have to figure that out. I need. And that was a long way for, for nothing, <laughs> for me to be, <laughs> that was a, be that totally was a wrong. 32-second conversation that took 11 minutes and three <laughs> Google searches. <laughs> now you know. Mm-hmm. There's white number three. I think gives me a chance to tell Black Mass to go screw because of their shenanigans. <laughs> what is it again? Um, remember when were you around? I don't know. Were you around <laughs> when <laughs> white came out number one and it got allocated? So oh, I didn't know. It got even, out. Yeah, yeah I, I, even though I pre-ordered it during the pre-order cycle, not FOC during the pre-order cycle, I ordered it and I got allocated. And did not get one, and it was like two per store, or something stupid like that. That is stupid. Yeah. So even though people pre-ordered it, they didn't print that many, and um, I think they're dicks. So I'm not. I I I, I bashed them. Now. And you said this is Black Mask. Black Mask. Yeah. The same Black Mask who can't put a second issue out or a third issue out. I used and, I and, used to be a defender. I used to be their defender. I would like to say, hey, man, their stuff is really good. And now they get some trouble around issue three or four where they slow down. But it's good stuff. But I'm not going to say, hey, I'm, gonna let you, I'm just going to let you just bash them. They've you lost me. They've lost it me. It shall be done. Yeah. And I'm going directly Biden's Titans versus Dracula, the cover C, uh, the sniffing cover. That's just fun. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, I love that second print of Cold Dead War number one. Crap, that's awesome. Yeah, you gotta have that. <coughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that'll sell for years and years and years. Yeah. Checks a lot of boxes. Yeah, no doubt. Ah, that's awesome. Excellent that's... job, Robert Alvardo. Yeah, a lot of good stuff Alvarado. on FOC. Anything else I missed? Besides the wrong trade that I ranted about for yeah. like, and also minutes. Cold Dead War has its its final issue, its fourth issue coming out as well, which also has a really cool cover. So, uh, really excited about Heavy Metal doing some proper floppy comics, uh, oh, yeah. really good stuff. The both of the George C. Romero books that came out are really good. Um, so that's awesome. All right, let's pivot over to. Um, pivot. Pivot to our good friends at Comic Book Invest. 
with their hot 10 for the week. All right, we're looking at the hot 10 for August 13th, 2021. We go to our good friends at comicbookinvest.com and check their things out. And at rank number one, we have Batman Urban Legends number six. Um, between 40 and $50, Tim Drake and media attention have caused this issue to tell five or six times the cover price just after release because Tim Drake is now gay. So, that's enough Bisexual. to make it a... Bisexual. Okay, he's experimenting. Correct. Uh, at rank two, we have the Walmart three-packs. So this may be a weird pick, but to think that fanboys storming every Walmart in the country buying dozens of these in time doesn't make it worth talking about, then I don't know why we do this list. These have certainly caused a glitch in the Matrix. On a side note, if you are the D-bag opening these in stores and putting the ones that are misses back on the shelf, I hope you are caught and arrested for theft. And I agree with all of that. Yes. There are some really cool things in some of these Star Wars books, but... Unless, of course, it's, only it's, it's, it's your friend who puts the, the three packs back for you so that you can get them. You know, Then it's okay. <laughs> At rank three, we have Nice House <laughs> on the Lake, number one. The third print, ah, one in 25. Going for almost 100 bones. No idea right now if DC is improving what they've been doing or if they are just hitting some first-inning home runs but still have pitching that is going to give up 10 runs. I, too many baseball analogies. Yeah, yes. At rank four, we have the re- the recount number one. Last week it was 15 to 20. This week it's 40 or 50. Not sure who or what the speculation is on this, although it doesn't sound like the craziest plot in this darkened age. At rank five, we have Defenders. Number one, the Peach Momoko one in 50 at over $80. Just looking at the numbers of sold and listed copies, there doesn't seem to be a large amount of these out there. No worries, though. Just wait until 2023, and we'll find them in Walmart. Three packs. This has been on the the, the thing a, a few times. Uh, Hawkeye number nine, the rare purple second print. $1,160 for a 9.8. $800 for a 9.6. Extremely bullish on Kate Bishop and absolutely love this cover. Me, I'd find another good rare cover of her that hasn't spiked yet. Like the very rare Zero issue by uh, our good boy... uh, What's his face? David Aha? No, Fraction. Oh, Fraction. Oh, yeah, we love Remember we found those those rare Zero covers? (laughs) Oh, yeah, we love those, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking for those to go nuts. I think I sold most of those. I got two. I'm going to put one on for 500 bucks and see what happens. Yeah. At rank seven, we have Pop Kill number four, the Adam Hughes variant. It's a friggin' grand raw. raw. Adam oh my Hughes people are, be crazy. And we think this might go up, they say. Dang. At rank eight, we have Suicide Squad number one, the AMC variant, 10 to $15. Are movie theater variants going to be a new trend? Can we start to see limited variants? If I were DC or Marvel, I would absolutely start doing that to sell more tickets. But beware the movie theater workers taking them when they want to. And also getting buttery fingers on them. Nom nom. Nom nom. At rank nine, we have Invincible Wire Man number one. The second print, I'm not going to try and verify the $500 raw sale. Fact is, there are basically none of these to ever be found. Uh, whether you believe 
Invincible Iron Man 3 is the first Ironheart suit, or this one on the cover, doesn't change the fact that Riri is going to be big, like really friggin' big. I would hold all of her keys, and this one as well, all holding, keep holding at this time. You can't do it. I, would, I, I think I'd cash in. <laughs> we disagree with uh, comic book and best, unfortunately. At rank 10, we have The Exiles, number 3 from 2018, the 1 in 10 game variant. I know, I know, this book keeps popping up. I don't know what else to say. 250 to $300 for a raw and 9.8s are a grand. That is so much friggin' money for this. Yeah. Honorable mention, Naomi number one by Bendis. Mm, several 9.8s sold this week, including one for $275. After only a couple sales in the past month, haven't seen any recent news about this TV show. Maybe people just be getting ready. And from our quirky honorable mentions, we have Hangman Comics number one. Artist Harry Lucy on the cover. Uh, this is one of those uh, rare uh, swastika covers. I know there's a lot of people that collect swastika covers on comics. Bro, the dude has a swastika for a face, and that is probably not the most offensive part of this cover. A 3.0 sold for five grand, which is two and a half times what a 3.0 sold for last summer. So watch out, swastika face. And now let's uh, slide over. It's... Uh, sneak peek at next week time. Let's start with DC. See what they've That's got right. coming out. We've talked about what's already spiking, but let's predict the future, you and I, Drew. Let's tell them what's going to spike here in the near future. And you said you want to start with Lunar? Yes, please. All right. We got some cool stuff here from Lunar. Clown Hunter being the big thing. Secret Files Clown Hunter, Clown Hunter number one with a one shot there. I love the oh. that cover C of Catwoman, the Steve Lieber, Suicide Squad, um, movie stock, movie cardstock variant. It looks great. There you go. We talked a lot about these limited to 3,000 uh, vinyl record covers. Yeah. Um, with these, I'm very curious to see what those do on the secondary market, if they take off as much as I think they're going to take off. Yeah, I think they're going to do well. Yeah, we, we talked about like in this Nightwing 83 cover A. Um, and B. And B. They're both great. B, B. Yep. Especially if you nice like dogs. Nice on the lake number two having a second print with a different dude in the bath? Different person in the bath? Is that what's going on? Um, um, oh, that I don't know. I thought it was just torn, but man, you might be right. I still have a red issue, too. I don't know why. I love the book, so I just need to get back on it. I don't know. Shazam and Superman and the Authority both hit issue two. We've got Superman Red and Blue finishing up. I don't know who the creators are this time. This is uh, Tom King taking a whack at it. Mark, Matt Wagner, Sophie Campbell, Rex Ogle, Darcy Little Badger, Paulo Rivera, Matt Wagner, Sophie Campbell, Steve Pugh. Might be a good one. Yeah. Really nice cover on Truth and Justice number seven. The Jun Jiang Yoon cardstock uh, Zatanna. Really good Zatanna covers. And some of the good Zatanna covers uh, continue to be worth money, so that one might be one to grab. Yeah, it, that's really great. That is really great. Yeah, did we awesome. not have that cover during FOC? Why did we not? That's uh, the first time I've ever seen that cover, and I'm writing it down right now because that is awesome. It's gorgeous. Is he part 
I think Eric said that Yoon was part of the um, Art Germ stable. Like that, there's a stable of artists that work with Art. That makes sense. Makes and it's sense. got that feel to it. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, let's head over to Previews World and look at some of our image books. Ascender, man, yeah. that seems like it's been a long time since we've had an Ascender, doesn't it? I think so. <clears throat> okay, this is Department of Truth, number one, the replacement sixth printing. I don't know what that means. Cause didn't they say there was a final printing coming of this? Yeah. So I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure either what the replacement sixth print is. Home finishes uh. up with issue five. That's been fun. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy gives us a ton of covers. That's a, it's third issue. Still cranking them out. Noctera is issue six. That's been fun. I like that a lot. Nice to see Lazarus back with issue yes, six. Yes, indeed. Lazarus is quarterly, right? Is not, not even. <laughs> it's not, not even. even not even. Okay. Uh. -uh. Maybe every. Maybe every semester. <laughs> it's like every four <laughs> months or so. Uh, Radiant Black uh, number seven is out. That's been a good one. Uh, second Chances. Um, this is a new number one from Ricky Mamone. Mam yeah, Mamone. And uh, Max uh, Bertolini. And Walking Dead 21 with two cabads. Yeah. Dark Horse with a few things here. Yeah, Black Hammer Visions not quite over yet. I didn't. I was thinking it was done, but um, Cecil Castellucci's taking the reins this time. We've got the classic Jed Bartel take on Killer Queens number one with the cover C. That is a good looking retro cover. I really like yep. it. Retro and homage, kind of, right? And homage, yeah. Uh, Tales from Harrow County, Fair Folk number two. I missed Fair Folk number one. I'm going to have to go dig that up somewhere. IDW, what's happening in... Uh, okay, we have Star Wars... Adventures number eight and High Republic Adventures number seven. Which one should we get, Kyle? <laughs> get them both. High High Republic is the one that we're doing now because we're getting a lot of first appearances in there. Right. We're not right. getting as much from the classic Aven uh, adventures, so the the uh, you definitely have to get the High Republic one. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, that's 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 a must. Uh, Marvel's given us uh, the ninth issue of Black Cat. That's a great group cover on that Guardians of the Galaxy. That's just thinking that, yeah. That's awesome. The Marvel Games variant. Oh, we got a Kang cover? We got uh, a bunch of Kang covers. Oh, bank a bunch of Kang covers uh, for number one. Uh, they could all, all be 
well sought after, you know? If you can't get your hands on some of the old ones, um, why not grab some of the new ones? This is pretty good timing. It'd be a little better timing if it was last month, but still cool. Pretty, pretty, pretty nice. Uh, Moon Knight number two has uh, a few covers. Including that dope Marvel Games variant. Can't wait to read that. Excited for that one. Okay, a Varegi I don't hate. Sinister Wars 3. I don't hate that one. He's got a normal Varegi, really. Yeah. Yeah, he's very restrained there. I'm loving these handbook variant covers. These are great. Just rip that page right out and slap it on the cover. That's cool. Do that. We got a boy Dengar as our action figure for our Star Wars Bounty Hunters number three. And we're going to put uh, Magneto on trial. So we got X Men Trial of Magneto number one. And we got a chick version of Magneto. And that's a great, great cover there. I love them. Love them. Very nice. <laughs> Barbarella cosplay, is that what you're looking at? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of those, too. Dynamite has the formula. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can imagine, like, some of these covers, like, they, they, they do 20, 30 covers for some of these books. It can't sell more than a hundred copies of some of these. Is it even worth the printer's effort hey, to knows? change them out? I mean, I mean, I guess it's the same with a one in one thousand. You're really not printing very many of those either. So, from Boom Studios, we have Eat the Rich, number one of a five issue series from Sarah Gailey. What unspeakable horror eats away at the hearts of Crestfall Bluffs? With law school and her whole life ahead of her, Joey plans to summer with her boyfriend, Aster, at his seemingly perfect hometown of Crestfall Bluffs. It's a chance to finally meet Aster's family and childhood friends, all while enjoying a vacation with every need attended to by servants. But beneath the affluent perfection lies a dark, deadly rot. Will Joey discover the truth before it's too late? And if she does, can she survive to tell the tale? Yeah, that's that's pretty great. I love that Jenny Frizen cover. That's really awesome. I, I like the B cover. I think the B cover is really neat and well done. From some of our smaller publishers, um, Beyond the Beach gets its second issue. Blade Runners on Blade Runner Origins is on number five. Mm. Um, Red Five gives us the box. Um, this is Josh Starnes and Raymond Estranda, and it's a private detective um, book about a magic box, um, which you, whatever you imagine is in there. So that's kind of a cool that's concept. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's kind of neat. Uh, let's see, we have Death by Life from Antarctic. It's on its fifth issue. We're getting the trade for Damned cur Cursed Children. 
from Source Point. We interviewed those folks on the show not too many episodes mm-hmm. ago. Titan's giving us Elric, Dreaming City, number one. That's that Mike Mignola book, right? Ah, okay. No, no, it's not. I thought it was. Mike Mignola's doing the cover. It's Julian Blondell doing the writing and Julian Tello doing the art. Um, It's an adaptation of a uh, cult fantasy saga of uh, Moorcock, which I'm not familiar with. Not sure either. From Binge Comics, we have Heroes Union number one, The Cosmic Crusade. Oh, that's our good guys. That's the guys at Sit Comics that um, put the stuff out uh, in binge books. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, very cool. Four uh, four ninety nine for that. And how many? Uh, but it's really like sixty four pages, right? Exactly. I think it's oversized. I'm not. Yeah, sixty eight page standalone story. Um, so for five bucks, really cool and a, an interesting seeming book. There. And it's is Roger Stern and Sal Buscema, yep, and Ron Friends, um, and value there, um, and the the guy at Sit Comics is a really cool dude. So support that if you can. There you go. The Walking Flu, number one from yeah, a little too close to home, so I kept moving on that one. Yeah, I just caught that. Marjorie Finnegan's uh, fourth issue has a really cool uh, mugshot cover. I like it a lot. That's all I got, sir. All right, all right. This is one of the podcasts where I ask your pick of the week. What's the one book to make sure you snag up? But in your collection, because it's going to be the next thing featured on some of these hot tens. Oh, man. So many. There's a couple of really tempting books. But I think I'm going to go with Heroes Union. It's been a long time since I've seen a binge book. So um, definitely going to uh, put that on on our show and support that one. And, uh, yeah, binge, binge books, Heroes Union number one, The Cosmic Crusade. Very nice. Then I'm going to go back to DC and grab that Truth and Justice number seven, that Zatanna cover, because um, I think that is phenomenal. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. Uh, honorable mentions go to the box and eat the rich. Yes, hundred percent. Very nice. Very nice. All right, well, thank you guys for staying, sticking with us through the whole sneak peek at next week, through all of episode number 661. We thank you guys so much uh, for all your love and support. Um, if you disagree with any of the things we picked or you got some extra things, toss them at us, send us an email, find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that fun stuff. Be part of the podcast right end. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon. Check that out if you wish. So for Drew and for myself, see ya.